Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Warning, no amount of counseling or therapy will ever cure Carl. We can only hope a little dirt in the face from the trail will do the trick. Hey, 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 everybody. This is Derek, and with me today is the only man who will drink bog water from his shoe, Carl Andreoli. Carl, what's going on, buddy? Bog water. Not sure how that relates to today's episode, but I'll take it. You're going to find I'll out. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you know either. And with me today is Derek Somerville, a man who has so many problems, you'd think he was a math teacher. Why do you go, let me just say, why do you go to counseling and therapy? Because you have problems. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? But if you, you know, your math thing is very direct. Was, uh, I'm going to give that like a 7 out of 10. That's good for you. Yeah, joke. It's fine. So your problems are solutions today, I believe, is our topic. And it's brought to us by summitstrength.com. You ever want to go trek those mountains, guys? You ever want to go to higher altitude? You ever want to feel better on the trail and heal those injuries? Check out summitstrength.com.au and get an online uh, just trainer to help you with all your personal needs on the trail. Customize fully certified trainers Check it out, subastrike.com.au. And when you say your problems, um, like you're not talking about my problems specifically. We're talking about like the listener problems out there that I, you know, I basically ask them, like, what are some of the issues that you have as a backpacker? And they, they, they mm-hmm. responded. They threw some back at us. And so we're going to come up with yeah. solutions. Or we're going to try. I feel like... Th- I feel like this is your episode today. I'm just going to kind of sit back and let you mm, no, drive you... this ship because you, you deal with problems a lot. <laughs> and, uh, I feel like I need to be the voice of reason, maybe the counselor. You're going to get first crack. First crack at each problem, okay? So if you have some wisdom to share, which, as we've learned, does not happen very often, then <laughs> <laughs> you can share the wisdom. Uh, very well. <laughs> I'll do my I'll, I'll be honest, though. So when I thought about, like, people sharing problems, I thought, you know, people were going to goof a little bit and share some some kind of silly, like, it might be, like, legitimate problems, but just kind of, like, silly ones yeah. that just, like, you know, that might be kind of easy for us to solve. No, no. All of these are major issues that are going to take some thought. And so we'll see what happens. Do it. Okay, moving on to the Bible verse for the episode. Second mm. uh, Corinthians 4, 8. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. It's like, mm, it's pretty heavy one. right there. 
This could be one. a this could be like a theme verse for both of our lives right now. <laughs> uh, for sure, yeah. it's it's like a it kind of makes me feel like a Rocky movie, like internally, you know, like it's encouraging. It's like keep the fight going. Yeah, keep, keep the fight, fight, fight. You know, just keep on keeping on. That's a good one. Right. I like that. Yeah, one. thanks. So my question about this one is: Do you think that any of the problems we're about to address on this episode would qualify as being hard pressed, perplexed, or struck down? Perplexed, for sure. I'm going to be perplexed by probably the way you formulate these questions, but okay. I'm hard pressed to answer them honestly and well. So okay. that's how I'm going to. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to. I want to say that maybe, maybe not, but there is hope, regardless. And just like in the Bible and in life, the solutions that come may not be the ones you were expecting or even what you were hoping for. But we're going to provide solutions nonetheless, and we're going to put solutions in quotation marks. Mm. Is it a new hope, like Star Wars, or no? <laughs> Is that not? Okay. We'll find out. So we've got I've got a list, and Derek, to his credit, has not seen the list, so he has not thought about this. He's not Cold tried to turkey. analyze the problems. He's basically not prepared at all for today's episode. Is that fair to say? <laughs> that was the whole angle, though, to be cold turkey, right? I mean, yeah, uh, I, th- I don't know about intentionally, maybe more more unintentionally and lack of responsibility, but that's okay because <laughs> <laughs> I'm always ready. Okay, okay, yeah, I'm always ready. Uh, I'll, let it, yeah, let's let's do it. How many? How many do you have? You have a, how many? You have quite a few. Ooh, yeah, I've got I've got a few, but I wanted to address. There's a couple people that brought up kind of the same issue, and I thought about how to address this, and I thought, you know what? This is going to be a separate episode because this is kind of a big deal issue. And it doesn't sound like a big deal issue, especially for those of you who've been backpacking for a while and you kind of have your crew, you have the folks that you like to go with. But mm-hmm. so I've got from Christine. Christine brought up something along these lines, and so did Chad. So Christine, the way she phrased it was finding like-minded women to train with and then couples to pair up with when going backpacking. And Chad yes. was basically finding guys to go with. Do you agree that that's... The whole episode yeah oh for sure that's a great episode yeah that's a, and that's an important episode i think especially if you're wanting to get into the outdoors and backpacking like right who you go with and this goes for like any trip as you know like whoever you go with can make or break your trip oh my goodness Easy. for sure you know and is your crew good because you know if you ask me in my early backpacking days like carl do you have your backpacking crew do you have your guys like pre-derek yeah. i would have said yes but now in retrospect <laughs> i would have said that was not a good crew Nay, nay, you did not have it. You were so wrong. We had some pieces in place. We had some pieces, but we had some negativity mixed in that we made did. it. You did. Bad. What's it like so. now knowing you were so wrong back then and now you're okay? <laughs> you know, like what's that, what's that feel like? You know, you got to start somewhere. So I think you kind of refine as you go. And I don't know. I think we're, we're getting into the heart of this episode. But there's one thing I do want to mention that Christine asked about, which is finding couples to pair yes. up with. I don't know that we would include that in the episode. My, my honest response to that is good luck. That is difficult. That's a hard one. That's yeah. really hard. That's really hard. I think, I feel like you need to spend, if my only input on that is I feel like you need to spend, if you can spend multiple, I don't know, what would you call them? Like hangouts or time with that couple. And it's like, you can talk about stuff. Right. It's easy. And it's, it's like low drama. Uh, and you really got to be objective about that. Like, oh no, we'd be fine on a trip. But then in your heart, you're like, I don't know. This person kind of freaks right. out on the little things. You really got to be objective. Uh, and if it's objectively like, yeah, no, we're chill. There's no drama. 
um, if somebody loses their water filter, we're not going to freak out. You know, people can handle problems if they arise because they will arise. Yeah, there's um, all sorts of potential issues that you don't know. When you put people under a stressful situation, even a situation you don't think is stressful, they're going to respond in ways. Carl, I got the perfect solution for Christine. Okay. Christine, whoever you want to go backpacking with, you take that couple and you go do an escape room and see how they handle it. Can they solve the escape room? Do they freak out? Do they right. wilt, wilt into a corner and not help at all? Like, what are they going to do? Take them right. to the escape room. Do it. Right. You're welcome. That's an interesting solution, actually. But I'll share that we've been with a number of couples, and we've only done one, like, we've only been with a couple more than once. Mm. So kind of keep that in mind there as far as what that means <laughs> there's there's other factors involved oh, for man. sure and honestly the the couple that we've gone with more than once it's like my wife's family and i get along with the guy fine i i don't think like i wouldn't invite the guy on a separate trip so he, we get along fine it's fine but it's not like yes you know this is part of my crew so it's tough it's tough to get that so i don't have a solution for that but we will talk about the other the core part of that in another episode maybe soon Okay, so let's jump into the actual problems yeah. that we're going to address for yeah. this episode. Let's go with Jesse first. He was one of the first ones to respond. And this is actually a problem that I secretly have mm-hmm. as well. And I think I have a solution, but I'm curious what your thought is. He wants to do a through hike, but he can't take that much time off. Can Can you break it up into sections? That'd be, that'd be a lot of planning, though, probably. Section hiker. Sectionhiker.com. Not, not the same thing. No. Not the same thing. Like what, what does he say? Did he say what trail he wants to do? He did not specify. And so I think that's kind of where our answer might go with this. So let's, let's hypothetically say it's like he wants to do John Muir, right? I mean, can he do like, let's say he can get a week off. Can he do a week's worth and then break off somewhere planned, get home and then come back and I don't know, whenever he gets another week off and do the next part. I mean, is that, mm. how, so your so your response when I said section hiking is not the same thing is well can he section hike then well how else is he gonna do it like what is what else can he do I'm not saying <laughs> sectionhiker.com it but I'm saying okay. if he wants to do the whole trail I don't know how picky he is about it so your response is if section hiking is not the answer I don't know <laughs> no. am I correct this is what I mean this is when you said <laughs> am I gonna feel perplexed yes hard pressed yes this is it right here uh, total ridicularity so no I'm saying like if he wants to do the whole John Muir trail. Uh, then he's going to have to be flexible in the sense of like, if you only get a week off every few months or something, then, uh, you know, do you have to do the whole thing in sequence? Do you want to like start at the end? Do you want to start in the middle somewhere? Like, are you flexible to do that? I don't know. I would, I would maybe start with that approach and see how that goes. I don't know. What do you think? I think that that's a a potential solution, but Part of the issue is what you brought up, though, is the fact that we don't know what trail he wants to do. But I'm going to guess he wants to do one of the really long trails right. and take, you know, four or five months. That's what he's, why he's talking about taking off, off time is a big deal. And, yeah, at yeah. that point, you have to commit to some life-changing stuff, which means maybe even just, like, straight up quitting your job. Quitting and not your job. just all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, you'd have to, you have, to have to save up and plan that out and plan out kind of a, a re-entry yeah. strategy and that kind of thing. But that's what people do. A lot of people do that. They either are independently wealthy, they quit their jobs, or maybe they have a kind of job that they're in such high demand. They're like, ah, whatever. I'll just like find a new job once I'm done, kind of a thing. Or you're like in a transitional phase of your life, and you're like, hey, I just graduated college. I'm trying to. What do I want to do with my life? You know. I, I mean, right. you, you definitely that have too. to set aside time because, it is, like you said, like the, that's one reason I just never have done it. 
other than right. like not really having a desire. But like to take that much time off is that's a lot of time. I mean, it's a lot of time. Right. Like even but, going, here's, a, here's the other thing too is, is is it really worth it? Because if you're talking about doing, let's say, the Pacific Crest Trail. There's a lot, I mean, there's a long time in not so scenic desert, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And if you're talking about some of the other trails, there's there's definitely some some sacrifice. So yeah. kind of like what you're saying, I like your idea about doing the John Muir Trail where just do a shorter trail. Like you can take, if you plan it out well in advance, you can take enough time off to do a shorter trail. And mm-hmm. if you're, if you know, if that means getting fitter to go faster, that's one strategy. Yeah. If that means just get, finding the shortest through hike out there. I know there's one that's like a hundred miles in South Dakota, I believe mm-hmm. that's, that could be less than a week right there. If you're fit enough to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Choose the right trail. If you want to do a through hike, if you want that notch in your belt, then there's some options out there. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think if you don't take a big, if you don't quit your job or do something crazy like that, then take a big chunk of a trail that you really want to do and just pound out as much as you can in like two weeks. Right. Or a week or whatever. And so, and I'll be doing that at some point is kind of just doing a shorter trail, but I'm trying to find like kind of the most bang for your buck, right? You want to find the most scenic trail for the miles. But I don't know if he's like the guy that's like, I gotta just say like for me, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of try to put myself in his shoes as where like my, one of my goals was like, I want to go to all seven continents. Right. And until I do that, like, I can't really say, you know, it's like this feeling of incompleteness. So I don't know if he's like that where like, I got to do the big three trails. I got to yeah. just complete all of it, not just part of it, but all of it. So if you're going to do something like that and that big, then yeah, I agree with Carl. You have to be willing to be like, all right, quit my job. Uh, you know, I'll give a few months rent in advance or whatever. And, and just really try to go for one of these things. Cause it, it's going to take a lot of time. Yeah. Sure. I think there's a lot of folks out there and part of it could be that he does have a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. uh, Backcountry forward. So check that out. But so I don't know if he's thinking like that gives him more trail credibility. The fact that he's done a long trail, but most like overwhelmingly the majority of backpackers out there are not through hikers. They are just, you know, like four, three, four day folks, maybe a little bit longer sometimes, maybe a little bit shorter, maybe overnight or sometimes that's what most people are doing. So hit hitting the, you know, so that's where you hit your, your mark, but I don't know. So we'll maybe he'll have a response for us. We'll find out, but that's our, that's, that's our, solution number one next one is uh from mark who has he didn't say specifically what kind of disability he has but he has a a, a disability where he wants backpacks that have special adaptations because he can't reach his water bottle like i assume with his backpack on or he can't even pull his load lifter straps you know, that bring the top of the backpack close to your shoulders. He mm-hmm. can't do either of those on mm-hmm. his own. And so people that might have some shoulder issues or some disabilities, he wants and he, he wants a solution for that. For people with shoulder disabilities? This is kind of your area though, you know? Is this <laughs> something you <laughs> is this something you made up right now? Is this what this is? It's not for real. This is, you, 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 you want me you to adapted what I said to shoulder disabilities <laughs> specifically to pick on me. All I wanted to say was like, has he tried Aquaclip? <laughs> you know what I mean? Aquaclip for the water bottle <laughs> and uh, shoulder straps like Carl uses. I mean, that's really all you got to do. No, oh, I don't know. Nice. I mean, Carl, you're you're the shoulder man. I, I I don't even feel like I'm qualified to answer this with you on the podcast and i think everybody would agree with me <laughs> but the water one ugh, i don't even want to say try the aqua clip i actually you know what i'm gonna say try it because 
Carl was so annoyed by it, but we all discovered he didn't even do it the right way. So maybe try it the right way and then see if you hate it. It's what, four oh bucks, goodness. Carl? Five bucks or whatever? Return of the Aquaclip banter. Nice. It's coming back. Uh, yeah. We can't, you know, fix your, you know, incompetence, but we can try to remedy his water bottle problem. So okay. I would say try the Aquaclip. If it's that, it could be that simple problem to fix. You know, you might like it. Um, and the other guy who we talked to loved it. So maybe Carl's just, you know, don't take everything he says at face value. But Carl, shoulders. <laughs> I mean, I don't even, I'm going to step back. And just, I think this was like, what do you, I don't even know what to say about this. Like, I know you're just rambling right now about aqua shoulders. You have no, you have no cohesive or coherent thoughts right now. <laughs> I, I feel very, <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, you don't think the aqua clips uh, a good idea for the water bottle? No? If you, are you asking, is the aqua clip going to be a solution to any of the problems ever presented in our podcast? The answer is of course going to be no. And <laughs> Dan Becker You're saying he has actually, a difficult time. You're saying it's a difficult time with a water bottle, right? <laughs> yeah, I have other solutions. There's other there's other things out there besides the aqua clip. Okay, for sure so, there is. But I'm saying like, if where does he want it though? Does he want it? He did like he didn't. Specify. Okay, maybe I put it on the maybe I put it on the side pocket of my backpack. But you're saying he's a hard time like reaching it or accessing it right. or something. Yeah. So if that's the case, then. Unless he takes his backpack off every time, that's annoying. Mm-hmm. Or you put some kind of like water bottle carrying device uh, on the front of you, you know? Right. Um, they do have this. clip. I'm going to, well, first of all, let me just share that Dan Becker made a video a couple weeks ago where he was like doing a winter trip somewhere in Wisconsin and he started going off with the aqua clip and he totally called me out on that, like in good fun, but called me out on that on the aqua clip and how he's like, I got a buddy that. Hates the aqua clip, Carl from Backpacking Blisters. And so anyway, so funny how that how you brought that up for this one, but that is not my solution for Mark. So I would go with like the there's two there's there's three solutions for the water wow. thing. I don't what's the problem with with the water bladder? The reservoir in your pack, the hose. That works, right? You can do that, but then like what if That's the easy that's the easiest possible solution. But if, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Like, yeah, okay, water bottle water bladder's great, but like there's years where I'm like, mmm. I want to have more room in my pack. Um, maybe I want some Gatorade too, and I want to put that somewhere. So, like, let's say he's got water, but then he like wants an energy drink. Like, where do you put that? You gonna throw a second yeah. bladder in there? I mean, that'd okay. be awkward. Yeah. Not all right. So, so that's solution number one. Okay. That's a fair point. The they do have attachments to hip belts where you can kind of slide like a smaller water bottle, and and then they have something kind of like the Aqua Clip, but not lame, where they have pockets on your shoulder straps where it's just kind of like a cinch down pocket where you can just pull the water bottle out. <laughs> and I know Gossamer Gear makes one. That would be interesting. I've seen those, so that would be, that'd be interesting. I mean, yeah. I guess for you, yep. you're going to gravitate more towards that because you hate the Aqua Clip. We'll talk more about that on another episode because I think there's they've got some interesting there's some interesting stuff with that. But okay. I do hate the Aqua Clip, you're right. So um, as far as the load lifting straps, though, that's tough because if you don't have any buddies there that are you're going to kind of yank them yank on them, mm. For me, I feel like I could I could pull those things tight with my backpack off, right? And it's not gonna it, like it doesn't mess with my adjustment for my pack. Mm-hmm. And so, has he tried to two? So I would just it. do that when I'm. Has he tried to two hand it? Like a couple times, I grab. I, I don't know. Yeah, like I grabbed both strap, straps with both hands, or one strap with both hands, okay. and just gave it a really good yank. Right. And that that was easier. So you need you need to go double handed to pull a load lifting strap. Is what you're saying? No, I don't need to. But there were times. I think. 
I think a couple times I did it because maybe, I don't know, I was, I don't know, was I tired and the pack was super heavy? It was early in the trip. I don't know. Something happened. I think mm. I just grabbed one and, or maybe one was off, off center, not off center, but it was just wasn't even. But I think in general. I'm feeling really good about my, my grip strength challenge after you shared that. No, it has nothing to do with grip strength. What are you talking about? Could I have held the strap? You need two hands to pull a strap. Two hands to pull a strap. No, it has, it's totally different than grip strength. I, I, I'm worried okay. about you and your physiology knowledge of the body. Like, I don't even know how this is going to work. It could out. relate to just general weakness, though. That sounds like just like you're just weak. Is that fair to say? It's unfair to say, but I will say that I tweak my shoulder straps one-handed regularly with these. <laughs> uh, okay. Whereas Carl often asks for my help. So I empathize with this guy. Uh I think you either need a two-handed or you've already had a chance to share your. This is my my time to respond to his issue here. So you've you've had your chance. You sound like a little kid who didn't get their candy candy pop. Probably true or whatever. And you I didn't I mean? get mine either. So, so okay, go I'm on. I'm gonna I'm gonna back okay. off. I don't want Carl to get angry. At <laughs> I don't think you. I don't think you knew where you were going with that. <laughs> All right. Go okay. Ahead. So the, anyway, they do sort of loosen up over time, but I think that you would take enough breaks where you could just tighten them up every time you take your pack off. And if you, in, in terms of just kind of special designs, there are pack makers out there who can make custom packs. And so if it's an issue of angle, they might be able to work with you. And so on an upcoming episode, I think we're going to mention one of these pack makers and some of these kind of like underdog or up and coming gear manufacturers that might suit you, Mark. So stay tuned for that. Don't they have, don't they have like strap, um, like strap locks that lock the strap more in place? They, so I know they have yeah, that I don't. Like they're not called locks, but there's definitely some some things you can put there to keep them tight. They're, they makes it makes them harder to adjust is the drawback. But yeah, that's a good thought. Mm. Yeah, that's, mm. but if you have it where you want it, right? I mean, I'm thinking like, couldn't you lock it yep. where you know? What I mean? Some people so like to yeah, some people like too. to play with them, like loosen them as they go, depending upon if they're going uphill or downhill. But anyway, okay, so that was that was Mark's. Thank you, Mark, for that. Moving on to um, Chad had two. He was the one that wanted to find other guys to go with. But he also has issues where I I think this is kind of like an Appalachian Trail kind of thing where he gets frustrated by people who snore when he arrives in shelters. Like, so we're not talking about your typical tent where Mm, you have your tent mate snoring. This is like you're in with kind of a mixed group and then there's somebody who's just belting out snores. I had that happen. That's, I mean, what you have to bring earplugs, first of all. I mean, I I had that when I was staying in hostels and stuff and people are snoring. Right. Horrible. Um, You have to bring earplugs. I mean, that's the only thing you can really, I mean, what else can you really do? It's so annoying. Well, I have, I have an answer to that. What are you going to do, Carl? What are you going to do? You going to bring like a sound machine? Oh, you know what you could do? <laughs> you could. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell me yours and I'll tell you mine. So I think that when you commit to using a shelter rather than a tent, if you're hiking from shelter to shelter, you've got to put up with snoring, with people that mm. just plain stink, people that Farting. have been eating yeah. chili mac with beef, people that oh. arrive at one in the morning, step over you or step near you and are not even trying to be quiet. And so if you want to, <laughs> if you want to like, get, it's probably the worst. Yeah. What you're basically doing is you're saying, look, I don't want to, I want to shave a pound. I don't want to bring a tent because I would like to use these shelters and save some weight, which makes sense. But if yeah. you can carry an extra yeah. pound, they have, you know, one man tents that are pound, you can avoid a lot of these issues. And so we actually have somebody in our group, Jared, who has started to carry his own tent because he snores, he doesn't want to have to worry about bothering other people. He doesn't want to have to be interrupted with his own sleep. 
and then he can eat his chili mac with beef as well and it works for him it's true i was, I was gonna say that's kind of it's, it's along the same line i was gonna say priority it's like what's more important to you uh not carrying a tent and enduring that horridity like you're gonna lose sleep it's not gonna be that or carrying the extra pound right. and getting great sleep and enjoying enjoying the outdoors really i mean that's like and just kind of being out there rather than in like some junky little cabiny smelly thing so priorities like right. you gotta really if it's you're like no way i can carry this tent then pop on the earplugs and uh maybe get like one of those sleeper apps on your phone and put pop in your headphones mm. i mean i know yeah brown i know noise. a lot of people do that brown noise man oh it's magical they have a lot of little mm. um you know calming serenity apps or whatever so that might be an option too there's a there's a podcast out there that is trying like the whole purpose is to get you to fall asleep and they tell a story that gets increasingly more boring Ugh, like intentionally no. free to fall asleep. No. It's kind of like when you tell stories. <laughs> <laughs> that was original. Why don't you start the podcast with that? That's good stuff. Uh, boy. Oh boy. I'm so worried about you. You still got so, a little bit. I think good yeah i think that at one point i would be in chad's but where i'm like i gotta go as lightweight as possible like i want to make my time on the trail efficient Mm -hmm. and enjoyable but i've kind of turned the corner and there's some certain luxuries that i think it's okay to bring yeah in order to make sure that you get especially better sleep sleep is huge i mean it's yeah other than like water that's probably the biggest thing right i mean it's like uh next yeah that was good that was a good one chad yeah that was a good one that was that was actually good okay uh, Dave is bothered by people that leave food mm-hmm. and toilet paper out there. Mm-hmm. Like out there, like on the trail or at campsites or anywhere? I would guess in campsites near the trail, near campsites. Who leaves toilet paper at the campsite or on the trail? No, these are people that aren't burying their toilet paper deep enough and so it kind of gets maybe dug up oh, by animals gotcha. or they put it under a rock and right. you have like little right. teepee out there. Yeah. Um, wow. Dave. That's a that's a tricky one. Uh, trash, I can empathize because Carl does that often. So, <laughs> I mean, either you you get really savvy and you have like your uh, trekking pole with a speared tip, and you just have a little trash bag with you as you go, and just spear mm-hmm. it in the trash and be the good Samaritan. Or I don't know. I mean, other, the other thing is just it is annoying. I mean, other, if you don't pick it up, it's going to annoy you, right? So if it bothers you that much, then I would say go good samaritan route carry a bag and just like pick up stuff but it, i understand it's always going to be there so you okay it's i pick up trash i yeah, pick up trash sure. in the trail but if it's like toilet toilet if it's i pick up trash i don't like food, i don't want to pick let me just expl- let me clarify though it's like food trash wrappers whatever but if it's like toilet paper yikes like i don't know if i want to be i don't know if i want to be doing yeah. maybe i'll just dig a little hole with my foot and stuff it in there and bury it or something i don't know like i don't really want to touch that you would though you probably would you barehand everything. <laughs> Carl just barehands everything. It's really, it's a problem. So uh, he didn't say food trash specifically. He said food, leaving food. And so if, if food is left out there, Ooh. I mean, yeah, let's just eat the food. You know, let's like that sounds like a good plan. It, it, it is gross. Like what if there's like soup all over the fire pit? Then what do you do? Uh, somebody's like yeah. I'll just burn my soup and then it's just like I'll put the fire out with my chicken noodle and then there's like noodles and chicken everywhere yeah chefs would call that deconstructed soup and then you could kind of have at it but <laughs> I <laughs> nobody cares <laughs> deconstructed I don't, soup yeah no I think that if it's stuff if it's like what you're talking about rappers you know 
I just I just try to right. try to pick up some of that stuff on my own for sure. And the toilet paper, though, I think if it's variable, where you can kind of pile some dirt mm. on it, if you bring a trowel, use your own trowel and just just bury it. The more you're doing that, you know, eventually it's gonna hopefully biodegrade. Hopefully, it's like the biodegradable degradable kind. But um, there's a quote from somebody responded to to Dave's post who also presented a problem named James, and I'm just gonna quote what he said on the Facebook page. He yeah. said, nothing's worse than waking up and finding a party streamer leading to a rock you had your head laying on. <laughs> wow. That, is, that was wow. one of my favorite quotes. Interesting. Right that yeah. is, so, what an experience that must have been. Yeah. First of all, James using a rock as a pillow. Nice. And then <laughs> having a party streamer wow. attached to that. Not sure that area was scattered very well, but that's so disgusting. <laughs> that is, what, how does that even happen? Like, what the gym, man? I don't know, but that, that was funny. Oh, so, man. thumbs up to you, James. But, um, that's funny. yeah, I don't, I don't, like, other than that, you know, the only other solution I have for Dave is maybe, you know how you see those, those folks out there? It's usually older folks that, like, mm. dress like rangers and... <laughs> <laughs> some of them even wear name badges uh, yeah you could um you could not like you're not legally allowed to impersonate a ranger but if you're dressed like a ranger and then you talk in a threatening voice every backpack of your past hey you better pack your stuff out or you bury you know you better bury it 16 inches deep maybe was over the course your, of a few years you're gonna yeah. have an impact maybe i mean that my like, was that your was that your toilet paper like a mile back and go back and get it <laughs> you need uh, to go back and get that. You need. I'm gonna radio this in. Yeah, maybe carry. <laughs> yeah, carry a walkie-talkie with you and just pretend you're calling right. the home base. You know, um, right? That's an option as well. Or, or like a tough. lightweight toy walkie-talkie and just pretend like you're calling the home base. That's true. So, trash is go. hard because it's always going to be there, and pe- and food. Right. I mean, it's just it's unfortunate. It's, it is unfortunate. Oh, I thought of another. I thought of another solution. If you're really bothered by that and you don't want to see that stuff, if you simply go off trail. Chances are you're going to get out there. You're not going to see that stuff. So true. Off trail yeah. is the way to go. <clears throat> Just avoid. That's Carl's answer to everything. Just avoid, you know, reality. Go off trail. Right. <laughs> good good <laughs> suggestion. It's not happening. Well, good that might actually relate to, to, to James's actual problem. So he's, I think he's from Ohio. I think that's what he said. And he has an issue where a lot of the places he likes to go, he likes to go backpacking. They're starting to log in those areas are starting to kind of cut down the forest and just wreck them mm. so what do you do about that logging and wrecking the forest in the areas he wants to go backpacking yeah yeah that's uh that's a hard one i think you gotta go you gotta get with um you i mean you have to climb up the ladder <laughs> it seems like petitions and all that stuff i mean like that's a hard right. one too because i think there's places all over the world like i'm, I'm just thinking of like <clears throat> forest in like you know indonesia philippines and they're just like logging the junk out of the stuff for like palm right. oil palm oil for like your doritos and what can the people do like what can the people do it's like it gets to be like you have to go climb up the ladder it's like a government state possible thing you got to get involved with so um, I'd say if it's that big of an issue and they're logging your area, I mean, I'd say that, yeah, you'd have to go talk to the city council and try to get your voice heard and petition. Maybe I don't know if there's a way around that, you know, can you get enough signatures for people to slow it down? I don't know. So become yeah. an activist. Is what you're saying. Well, in that case, you might have to, I mean, it's a big deal. Like if you're logging right. a forest and you want to prevent it, I mean, that's a big deal. 
So, sure. and it, uh, unfortunate, you know, like what if they started just logging Yosemite and they're just like taking all the junk out of there, right? For whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, it's illegal to do that there, but. Well, hypothetically, I know, but I mean, yeah. let, let's say it's not. And then people are like, this is absurd. Like the towns, you know, hopefully there's other people that share your frustration. Uh, right. I think that's a good solution. I think becoming an act, if it's really your passion about it, I'm not an activist type person myself, but you know. There are people out there that that love the good fight and they want to they want to dig in. I'm not sure if James is one of those people, but yeah, if it's if it's that meaningful to you in your home area, or like you mentioned with you know going off trail thing, there's the avoidance issue, right? Where you can <laughs> hey just move to Colorado, like come out come out here, James. This place is awesome, and that's not going to solve the logging in your area, but you're going to get some pretty awesome scenery. Just avoid really, it, Carl. Really, anywhere west, anywhere west of the, of the Midwest, I think you're going to be pretty pretty happy <laughs> with the scenery. If anybody's worried about Carl's avoiding solutions, uh, feel free to message me, and uh, <laughs> I will try to counsel him on the side, probably right. to no avail. Um, Again, this is, you know, when you have a problem, why not just run away, right? <laughs> <laughs> not everybody's you, buddy, okay? Not everybody's you. Some people aren't okay with that. Activists dig in avoiders go somewhere else. Wow, that, that was a heavy one. <laughs> yeah, no, and not even just moving to Colorado, though, but really just trying to trying to hit some of these good spots before they're gone. Just, you know, Glacier National Park, the glaciers are melting. You know, trying to see some of these things before they're gone. Like, I just, that, I, that's what I would do. Mm. And, yeah, um, yeah, or take the more aggressive route, like Derek yeah. said. I think that's a good, that was actually a good solution, Derek. Good job. All right, one more for you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote this one, okay? So... Ooh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to read this. This is a c- couple sentences here, so so, so kind of saddle up. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, two so sentences. This, here we go. Uh, so this person said, I accidentally left my sleeping pad at home, so I decided to <laughs> <laughs> so I decided to fabricate a story about how it fell out of the shuttle driver's trailer. <laughs> I then oh, pretended wow. to buy the same exact one. I think my friends are on to me. <laughs> What should I do? This is from Derek. Derek S. First, <laughs> first of all, that was more than a couple sentences. So let's let's talk about what a couple, a few, and several mean. It's a paragraph. Uh, it's can, a paragraph. We we can dis, we can define what that means. Okay. Um, I, I think this really bothers you. Still, I think this really <laughs> bothers you. Yeah, lying um, bothers lots of people. There's no need to lie about a sleeping pad, dude. Like, I don't know why I would lie about my sleeping pad. I don't know either. That's that's why it bothers me. <laughs> i feel like from now on what i need to do here's what you do for this guy this genius Derek s uh you just need to save all receipts and present them to your you know backpacking uh trip coordinator and just make sure that he knows that okay. you are in tune with everything so that's what i should do send me your rei membership number and I can look up previous <laughs> wow. purchases. You would love to do that. You would, lo- you would love to do that. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You sound like you do not want to do this. Are you embarrassed by some of your purchases? I'm embarrassed by you and your advice right now. That's what I'm embarrassed by. I'm okay. embarrassed that you don't know what a couple sentences means or a couple. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. That's so what the bigger issue is. So. Speaking of running away from the problem, I think you succeeded at that. I'm just going to avoid. I'm going to avoid like you. So one of Derek's solutions like one of his real solutions for this was to actually inquire with the shuttle driver like did you ever end up with an extra pad and i actually tried to get a hold of bill the shuttle driver from last summer did you really yeah 
But when I did, so, okay, when I did a Google search for like Olympic National Park shuttles last summer or leading up to last summer, his was the second result. So his wasn't like the main one. He was kind of like plan B, right? And I scoured through multiple Google pages and could not find his stuff. My stuff or his stuff? His stuff. His stuff. Yeah, I was going to say I'm not looking for your stuff. I'm talking about Bill. Well, yeah, I mean. Yeah, so, so so he's either no longer doing the shuttle thing or he... Has been erased from That's existence. That's so weird. I really wanted to have him on the podcast. Yeah. I thought that would have been. I have his podcast. phone number. You know, this is like back from you know whatever June, July. Like, but the phone records don't go back that far. Yeah. Can you can you dig those phone records up? Like, could I call my phone service provider and be like, can you send me a list of all the phone calls I made back in July? You can probably look up your call stuff online. Okay, so I'm gonna still try to. Okay, yeah. so I'm gonna dig deep here and try to get a hold of him. See if he has and is maybe using your sleeping pack that you say you lost from him. I'll bet you. I'll bet you will. Okay. And just because he doesn't have it doesn't mean I didn't lose it. You know what I mean? That's um, that's that's the mistake you're gonna. Well, make. I've already assumed that you're making the story up, so we're already down that road. Why would I assume when I came and told you guys that I didn't have it and I was easily could have I was making my peat moss bed yeah. every night without knowledge. Nobody had knowledge because you like, wanted was, to blame somebody because you simply forgot it. Who was I blaming? The peat moss? You were blaming Bill. <laughs> I, I either Bill. Have you been following the story? Do you know what you're saying here? Even Bill, you're, either Bill has it or he doesn't have it. Like either okay. it flew out of the trailer or he has right. it and he's enjoying it in his own bed. Stay tuned. Stay reason. tuned on that one. All right. So moving along. Derek, this was, I think this was supposed to be your trivia, but as we've already mm. chronicled, you were not prepared, so I, I had a backup trivia. I feel like you like to point these things out, you know, like, <laughs> hey, Derek, you know what? Life slapped you in the face today. I'm going to make you, I'm going to rub your right. face in that dirt and that, remind everybody you didn't do right. trivia today. You know what, Cokes? I didn't get to trivia. You know what? I, as, as everybody, <laughs> sometimes fail. I know it's a shock. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. I know it's a shock, but I'm going to press on. And this is where you get a great friend. This is where I'm going to lift Carl up, even though he slammed me down. Right. Where he, uh, you know, helped me out. I don't know so if I you really know what this podcast is about, but this is what happens to every podcast. So I'm going to go easy on you on the outro today, okay? okay. I'm going to go easy on you. 
Oh, well, yeah. if you want, if you want me to humble myself, this trivia is humbling because I poked fun at you for one of the problems that were that were put out there, and this trivia mm-hmm. is about my personal problems, and some of these. Well, let's see. Some of these I've, I've solved at least. I want to say two of them. I've, I've definitely solved two of them, but they were at one time a problem that I had, and so I want to see okay. if you can come up with a reasonable solution. Okay. Okay. Hold on. I'm just. I'm still. I'm still dating this because you said you're going to humble yourself. I'm just okay. marking down the date. Hold on. This November. <laughs> okay. Right. I feel like I won the lottery. Okay. This, was well, really, I'm, this is a big deal. I'm showing okay. off the problems I've had in the past. Okay. Growing. All right. So I'm going to start with growing. Easy. And then I'm going right. to up the game here. All right. Number one, my chocolate <laughs> tidbits, if you will. <laughs> like little. <laughs> this, uh, so, so <laughs> chocolate tidbits that's in, intentional plan words always melt in hot weather making my trail mix gunky oh my gosh um i'm not only giving you my own problem i'm making fun of myself oh, while fine. describing the problem. uh and you want me to figure out what the chocolate tidbits are is that what I'm doing? <laughs> or what am I doing? I'm sorry. I got distracted by chocolate tidbits. <laughs> you want me to figure <laughs> What are chocolate? My problem is I, I don't distracted. know what chocolate tidbits are. Are you kidding me? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they could be M&Ms. They could be chocolate drops. Oh, they could my be goodness. Snow caps. They could be. Okay. So after I said tidbits, you stopped listening. Okay. So I, <laughs> I got, you said chocolate tidbits. I just zoned out. They always melt in hot weather, making my trail mix gunky. So I don't want that to happen. <laughs> doesn't all chocolate? Doesn't all chocolate melt in hot water? Yeah. So how do I how do I stop having um, gunky trail mix? Like I've I've already solved this, but but what what should you do? Just stop bringing chocolate tidbits <laughs> to, the tra- to the trail. I mean, like, what do you want me to do? So you're um, suggesting anybody that has a similar problem out there, like you just got to stop bringing chocolate. Stop bringing chocolate. That's it. That's right. Oh my goodness. No, you're gonna chocolate have is to. Is a staple for backpacking. You're gonna have to lick the wrapper. You're gonna have to lick. A lot of things uh, that has chocolate okay. on it. That's that's part of the deal. I mean, I don't I don't know what magical solution you have other than like you're gonna carry like a portable um, cooler with you. What are you gonna do? Put it next to your bladder. Wow, you are you are very much at a loss for this one. I, I this is supposed to be the easy one. I, maybe I'm just not. I'm this just isn't I'm easy so one. This is like a crazy easy one. I'm so distracted yeah. after chocolate tidbits. I can't even think right okay. now. Okay, uh, right, so I'm gonna say incorrect on this one. You're over one. Okay, what's your suggestion? And Okay, so there's two possible solutions. First of all is if you like your chocolate and you have a problem where you your Tromix is exposed to the sun or to heat, then bring M&Ms, which melt in your mouth, not in your hand, or in your Tromix bag. So hmm. there's that. That's like the obvious one. But beyond that, you can simply just store your trail mix in the middle of your pack using all this extra gear and clothing you have as insulators, and it's not going to melt. Yeah, but here's the problem. They're bringing trail mix. I mean, that's the problem. I know you don't like trail mix, trail so mix. maybe that's why you don't have a reasonable Boom. solution. This is like my aqua clip, okay? Trail okay. mix is my aqua clip. Fair enough. Well, so. over one. That's that's for sure why. You got to get the next two to pass this trivia. So I haven't failed a trivia yet, my friend. Right. Go ahead. Okay. Today, today might be the day. I okay. Number two. I seem to leave my drink mix on the trail every once in a while. So solve this problem. Or every trip. <laughs> Actually, last trip. No. Trip. Okay. Go ahead. Not the last two trips. So how do I solve this problem? Uh, don't bring drink mix. Um, <laughs> That's your bring. solution again. <laughs> oh my Avoid the problem. I want to bring chocolate. I want to bring drink mix. <laughs> I would say put it in with other things that 
you really like to eat or snack on just obviously separate it like like mix like put the mix in with the trail mix you're gonna put my drink mix in with my trail mix (laughs) Uh, you can, but don't like <laughs> pour it on your trail mix. Put it in a little separate container, but keep it all maybe in one okay. giant bag of all your food. That way you have it all together. I feel I feel like you just need to organize things better. That's where it is. That's where it is anyway. It's always been. Then how are you leaving it? Like, I don't get it. Let's. You know what? Here, duct. Here's what you do. You duct tape it to your bladder, or you duct tape it <laughs> to your backpack or something. Hang okay. it from one of your straps with duct tape. Just do it. I mean, like, you, okay. you will leave it. If I start talking to you, you're just going to leave it. Do you, let me ask you this question. Do you think that after this episode, people are going to, like, turn this episode off and be like, man, Derek is blessed with wisdom. Derek's an idiot. <laughs> 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 They're going to be like, how did Derek give, like, just, how did Derek give, like, cognitive answers that made somewhat sense when he had to endure Carl's perplexation and his total absurdity of questioning? Right this episode like I, it's more of an endurance mentally okay. for me in this episode but i'm gonna press on hard pressed <laughs> okay Continue. so here are my here are my two solutions that have actually worked because i it's been a couple years now since i've left the drink mix i think 2017 in glacier national park was the last time i, did, I had this problem like what wait 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 you have left it for two years interesting after i've caught it you know prior to that i just i think it's interesting no, no no i said it's been i said it's been two years since i've left it it's been two years oh on the trail okay i was thinking yeah. like no yeah. i think you had it last year though so okay. you can bring like tablets like the noon tablets where you just you pull one out you drop mm-hmm. it in away it goes and the other thing you can do is bring those individual drink mix packets where you're just pulling out one at a time so once you pour it in you're you know you're putting your trash away you're not going to hang on to your trash you're not going to put it down you're going to put it in your trash bag right whereas the, the mix i had before was put in a ziploc and i was pouring it in and then we're, we're chatting because it's typically a time when we're kind of resting or filtering mm-hmm. or something and then as we're chatting like i get distracted i can't multitask apparently and then i leave it and that kind of reminds me of like, you know, you'd spill some of the powder on the trail, a.k.a. he's one of these people that leaves food on the trail. Mm, so, I mean, right. I can empathize. What if you have a brand of flavor that you like that doesn't have that luxury of the individual packets, though? That is a sacrifice for sure. But I wasn't bringing anything super fancy, so I am I can find find the right one. So And we have another guy who does bring those individual kind of packets, those yeah. Kool-Aid ones, and he does not have that issue. Okay, so over two. Let's see if you can salvage one here. Um, this is the one that I haven't solved yet. Mm, all right, mm. this this is, this kind of speaks to again humility and my own lack of self confidence. There's no right or wrong. No, I want to, I want you to solve this. I want you to, and maybe your okay. your solution will be this, will be helpful here. So is this about a pillow. What is this about? <laughs> the hypocrisy of the forgetting the pillow. That's okay. Go ahead. This this one actually impacts you as well, by the way. Okay. Oh geez. So. Okay. One of our group members, who will remain nameless, from recent memory and from video footage, never Ooh. filters water. But really? I'm afraid to make him. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Like, I can't think I of think... a time when this person has ever filtered water going back years and years. And not to say he probably has. I just can't think of a time. But in going back, mm. like I was reviewing our video footage from, from Olympic, and I actually think I caught yeah. everybody filtering water or contributing to the filtration except for this person. And then I thought, I don't remember them filtering ever that trip. 
I could be wrong though. You might be wrong. I could maybe verify it post post uh, episode here, but I will say I think in that case you got to go direct approach. I think you really got to just be like and and uh, and I say that when you're like multitasking. So like let's say you're like hey I'm getting these I'm getting all these packets of food ready, but then you you plan this right. You have the filter and you have a couple of bottles and you're 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 fiddling with the packets of food and you're like opening them up and taking out the oxygen packets and blah 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 and you and you're like hey. You grab the filter and a couple of bottles. You're like, "Hey, so and so, hey, do you, can you go filter this real quick for me? Like, it'd be really big help. I'm just trying to get dinner ready. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it." Mm. And then just go back to your, what you're doing. And then if they don't do it at that point, wow, like that would seem really, I don't know, inconsiderate maybe to me. Yeah. So you want me to do a direct approach? Now, what's interesting about this person is they actually do contribute other things to the group in terms of helpfulness. And they and they contribute maybe more helpfulness than others at times. Mm-hmm. People can be a little streaky, streaky with their helpfulness, yeah. but but because of my lack of self confidence, I guess I guess my question is: Are you willing to do this for me? <laughs> <laughs> Am I willing to, to solve your problems? <laughs> yeah, that's what this is all about. <laughs> oh my gosh! I feel like this is your own personal issue. That right? That's but, what this trivia is. But you're never going to overcome it unless you face it. Okay. All right. This is like problem solving one on one, Carl. Okay. All right. Can okay. Then can I run? By, can I run it by you? What I should say to this person? That'd be like your daughter going up to me, like, "Hey, Dad, I have this problem with this girl at school. Why don't you go and talk to her about it and right. fix my problem?" You know what I mean? Like that's what I feel like I'm doing. I okay. get your struggle, but I think you got to confront it. And I, I okay. don't think you so, should feel bad about it though, because I think that's like it's a legitimate thing, especially if you're about to cook their food and everybody else's food. Right? That's the best right. time to do it. So that's my opinion. So, all right, so here's what I would say. Tell me if this is appropriate or not. Hey, so-and-so, can you filter water this trip? Because you never filter water. That's, that's not <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, that's not what I'm saying at all. No, I know. I, I'll, give, I'll give you the point on this one because um, because I feel As like you, you encouraged me. And, and for the listeners out there who are thinking, man, this is just Carl's passive-aggressive way of communicating to his group that this person's now going to filter. The person who I'm talking about does not listen to this podcast. They're not going to they're not going to hear that and I'm not mm-hmm. naming them by name. <laughs> so, there you go. Um, all right. So, one for 3. You have now tied me at one trivia loss. So, we're tied 1 to 1. I love that you've kept track of that. That's so Yeah, good. because whoever loses has to I feel like you failed too. You haven't failed too. I feel like you need to go back and no. check. Nope. I might have to go back you and can check. Go back and check. Okay. Okay. Maybe I will. Yeah. All right. So, a couple tidbits. So, first one I got is a Facebook comment that we had on our page um, in response to uh, the episode we put out last week, which was Derek's Death March. That was kind of a revisiting, you know, for Thanksgiving week, right? And there was a, a response or a comment, and somebody on the page called you an idiot. Wow. On the Facebook page? Is that my yeah. first troll? Do I have a f- official a first troll? Is that what that is? No, no, it's not. It's not that. I, was it you? Did you call me? No, no. no. Okay. Um, it was actually he called both of us idiots. I just wanted to make you feel bad for a second. <laughs> <laughs> it really didn't bother. It really didn't bother me though. I kind of feel like uh, I'm a celebrity now. Like if you have a troll, you're a celebrity, right? So yeah, uh, he, he's not a troll. He was actually. I think he was being complimentary, actually, strangely. He called us charming idiots, is the quote. And he is an older gentleman. He let me said, guess. Let me guess. He corrected us on something. 
No, 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 no. He just, no. he's kind of sharing his story about how he listens to the podcast and he's got to use earbuds um, because his family mm-hmm. keeps on asking about the podcast and this and that. And so he says that he loves the show, which we appreciate. This is from Jerry, yeah. by the way. But he did use the yeah. phrase, um, I now find this show by these two charming idiots to be undoubtedly the very best hiking podcast for both knowledge and so on. Uh, I'm not trying to shoot our own praises here. I just thought it was funny that he called us charming idiots. So there you go. I would take that as a compliment. For yeah, sure. We're just, I, I try to be somewhat of an idiot on the show. I think it's mission. You try to be. Time. I don't think you're trying. Well, it's natural, you know. So. <laughs> okay, I think I'm gonna just kind of cut this part that you just said and just replay it every episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so thanks for the comment, Jerry. We we will take that as encouragement, and thanks for mm-hmm. listening. We appreciate it. As it streams through your earbuds. All right. The other tidbit I have is uh, Rocky's back. He, at the time of this recording, still hasn't finished his football season. He's going to, I think, the state championship. So he might be available for an actual podcast later. But we wish you well with that, Rocky, or wish that it went well. And he had a response to Derek's Death March episode. Even though we originally recorded this like two years ago, he has a delayed response. And so here's what he had to say. BNB Nation, what's up? This is Rock, and I am making this a mandatory tidbit. Um, and that is because you just re-released the Death March one about Derek's Death March on Red Peak Pass, which was one of the greatest trips ever, by the way. But um, I am making this mandatory because I did not invite Derek at all. I had no idea he was going. I had no idea I was going. Three reasons why, for sure, I know that I did not invite him was, one, I was in a hurry to get back home for football on the Monday morning, and we were leaving, like, Thursday night, and you were like, dude, I don't know if we can do this in four days, but we're going to try to do it in three, and I'm like, oh, we can't have anything slow us down, you know, like that. So there's one reason. I just wanted to just go for it on that trip. Second reason was because uh, when I showed up in the car, I was like, oh, Derek's here or something. Dude, well, what's he doing here? And then third reason was because um, when we were on that trip in May, three months before the Red Peak Pass number one trip, um, he, dude, it was awesome that he wore a fanny pack. That was great. But when I was carrying like one of my top two heaviest packs ever, which was definitely 90 pounds, might have been in the high 90s, might have been like 97, 98 pounds, because like, I had to carry a bunch of extra gear for other people and stuff. Derek estimated my pack weighed about 30 or 40 pounds. So I was like, yeah, I don't know if I trust this guy's judgment out in the wilderness. So I never would have advocated him coming on a trip like that at all, ever in my life at that time. So glad he's on all the trips now, but at that time, no heck of a way that I invited him on that trip. BNP Nation, love you guys. Derek, Carl, love you guys. Derek, glad you made the death march, but I didn't invite you. Peace. So Rocky doesn't think he was the one that invited you on the death march, Derek, and as we kind of mentioned in the episode, like, it wasn't me, so I guess my question to you is, did you... Fight yourself? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not. Um, No, I wouldn't put it past you. I I know, right? No, I don't. I definitely didn't invite myself. Gotcha. Yeah, it was. This was like 2005. So this is a long time ago. But I could see you showing up. You know, we pull up at the car, we start throwing packs on, and then you you kind of walk out with your pack on. Hey guys, where we going? <laughs> you know me, bro. You know me. Yeah. Just no, I think it it might have been it might have been me because you had just gone 
like, I don't know, whatever it was, like a month or a month and a half before on the fanny pack trip, your first backpacking trip ever. Mm. And we started mm. to get to know each other pretty well. And I'm like, man, Derek's a pretty fun guy to have on a backpack trip. If he could only just bring a backpack. I'm, I'm surprised because I thought that trip would oust me from any trip. So mm. that's what I was trying to do. And I guess it just backfired. So. I think that trip was kind. I think the trip was kind of lame the way that it worked out, but you made it fun. So I think that's why I was thinking that. That trip was kind of hilarious. Yeah, altogether. So you earned your way onto that trip one way or another, and that remains a mystery. So thank you for clarifying, Rocky. I appreciate that. Way to go, Rock. That's all I got. Okay, guys, that's going to wrap it up for us. Thanks for um, enduring the episode with us and having some fun. Uh, hope you guys all had a great Thanksgiving. Hopefully we, you know that we are thankful for you and all the support you guys have given us. Um, please continue to five star it online, anywhere you listen to a podcast. And remember guys, uh, unless Carl starts sharing his problems with you on the trail, it's going to be a lousy trip. (laughs) Have a good one. Guys, there is there is another problem that I have a solution to, and I, I want you to write this down. Um, if you have, you know, we have somebody on the trail, Carl, that you know, somebody in your group often has like bo smelly armpits or something, and they don't want to bring deodorant. So, like, what do you do? This is a problem because you get to sleep in a tent with this person. Maybe they, whatever. How do you get them to smell better? There's only one thing. And Carl always asks me. He's, he still hasn't figured it out. Like, why do you always push me into the flower batches along the trail? Like, Why do you constantly push me into the flowers? Think about it, bro. I want you to smell good. Think about it. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents. Anywhere, anytime, and on any device.